What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to the CGX Podcast. This is episode five, and we have a lot to talk about today. And we have some changes to the panel. We've added a new member to the panel, and Sunny from Sunny Cloud Gaming is not going to be here today, but hopefully he'll be back next week. We have uh, Mark, um, who is going to be joining us. Oops, why does this keep happening to we have Mark, who's going to be joining us later on. He's having some technical issues, but he should be here soon. But before we get started, just want to check in with the members of the panel, see how everyone's doing, see what games they've been playing. So to start, Holtz, let's start with you. How have you been, sir? I've been great. I picked up um, Doom Eternal on the Stadia sale, so I've been playing that game sort of dying quite a lot. And I found out that I do not really like the speed of it. I'm a very slow gamer, but I'm getting right. better slow, okay. slow and steady. So yeah. I've been really enjoying it. I don't know if you heard, but they just announced that this in a, uh, what like a addition to the story mode coming pretty soon. Are you gonna Are you I, gonna I, get that? Did you hear I, about that? I don't know. Maybe I'll dive and see how far I get into the story first before yeah. I actually buy any expandable story okay. modes. Have you tried the multiplayer? No, I am literally terrible at multiplayer. I'm more okay. of a single-based story player. Okay, cool, cool. That's cool. I heard that's a good sale going for Doom right now. So that's a it's good such, such a good price. Such yeah, a good price. that's awesome. That's awesome. Ben, how are you, sir? Have you been? What have you been playing? What platform? I've I've been good. I've been playing Relicta on Stadia. Yeah, I and mean, it's been a lot of fun. Okay. What do you like about it? Like, what what makes it so fun for you? I just like chill puzzle games and platformers. Those are more my speed, my style. I'm not big into shooters. I'm not big into like Destiny or Doom. Um, so I like kind of more easygoing games that I can play for 15, 30 minutes and put down. And that's cool. this is just perfect for that. Right. Cool. Awesome. How you doing, Jerry? What have you been playing? What platform? What's going on, guys? I'm doing good. I have been pretty much all Call of Duty Season 5. And, yeah, it just came out this week. And, of course, uh, in between testing it, I've been playing uh, Horizon Zero Dawn a lot. Like, really liking that on PC right now. Nice. Amazing-looking game. Have you played it in Shadow, Max? What are you using to play? Yeah, I put out... I just put out the video like 20 minutes before we came up. It was it finally nice. went live uh, on Shadow. So the Horizon Zero Dawn video is up over there, running on high, 1440p. And then nice. same thing. I have a video last night that was the RTX 2060 running 1440p, and it looks it looks really good on both, running really well. That's awesome. That's all. Yeah, we'll get more into uh, Horizon with Shadow later on this podcast. But let's check in with the new <laughs> member of the panel, Duncan. How are you, sir? I am awesome. What about you? How are you doing? Pretty, pretty good. What have you been playing? What platform? Oh, I've been playing on a lot of different things. I've been playing uh, some uh, Assassin's Creed uh, on GeForce Now today. Been playing yeah. some Tomb Raider. Been playing some Orcs Must Die. And I've been playing some Slay the Spire and Shadow. So I've been playing on all the different sort of platforms this week. So it's been pretty good. Got a lot of gaming right. in. Yeah. Which Assassin's Creed have you been playing? 
I've been checking out with the the big issue in the GeForce community this week with uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate not working and Assassin's Creed Origins uh, glitching out. So I've been playing a bit of them. I was just seeing what what was going on with them. And yep. it's just it just got me sucked in. So it's been uh, Assassin's Creed Origins has just sucked me back in again, which is not <laughs> a good thing. <laughs> cool, cool. Still haven't played Origins uh, yet, but definitely... <laughs> have to give that a shot in GeForce now because Stadia still doesn't have that. So I think Stadia only has Odyssey. So might have to give that a try. Are you excited for Valhalla coming? Oh, yeah. That's on my I'm going to buy straight away list if uh, you play Plus isn't kicking about on Stadia. But, right. uh, but yeah, I'm going to be getting that day one somehow. It's awesome. Oh. Cool. Cool, cool. All right. I don't see Mark yet, so we're just going to hop right in. Whenever he hops on, we'll just shift him, slide him into this podcast. All right, so we're going to start with the Stadia news. And my goodness, so much to talk about for Stadia this week, right? So let's begin with Borderlands Free-to-Play Weekend. And that is something that started on Thursday, right, from 9 a.m. Pacific time. And it ends Sunday, at 12 p.m. That's a long time, right? So if you guys didn't know, if you are a Google Stadia Pro member, you actually can play Borderlands 3 for Google Stadia for free for those days. And so I just want to talk to the panel, see what y'all's thoughts are in this. Is this a good move uh, by Google Stadia? Or do you also, do you think they are going to do this with other other games and other titles? So to get started, let's start with Ben. What's your take on this? I mean, I think it's brilliant. I mean, I think they've been talking about it for a while. You know, there's been rumors about it. And I think that it's just, it's it's past time in order to be able to get um, some traction going with Stadia. It's, you know, get people to sign up for a free month and they get to play for a free weekend of whatever their AAA game is that they're interested in. Um, good way to get people in and get them to see how awesome the service is. Yeah, yeah. I I have a question about pro and free later, but I I think you're right in that. This is a good way to get people to definitely test this out. How about for you, Jerry? What's your take on this news? Uh, yeah, I actually would like to see them do. You know, I know it can be difficult, but pretty much a free play weekend every weekend. Yeah, uh, um, almost no matter what the game is, because I know a lot of people, even friends of mine that on Xbox or any platform, they have like a free play weekend. Even if it's a game right. they might have never checked out, they'll usually jump on and be like, hey, you can play for free this weekend. I'm like, OK, cool. And yeah. uh, so I think, yeah, I would like to see them do that. And Borderlands 3 is a good place to start. I'm actually a huge fan of that of that game. Right. I beat the heck out of it on Xbox when it came out. Yeah, good game for sure. And good point. Wait, they should kind of expand and make it more consistent for sure. How about you, Duncan? What's your take on this? It's finally that there's some good actually news for Stadia that they're actually doing something here. Uh, with Borderlands 3, it's granted us a free to play weekend, and this is going to be a big selling feature for Stadia going forward. Just right. jump in, no downloads, just go in there, no worrying about patches. And yeah. some of these games are going to be brilliant on this. Borderlands right. 3, going to get a load of people playing that, getting the numbers up for the multiplayer. So yeah, it's a, this is good news for Stadia, and I hope that this is going to be the first of many. Could you imagine if we got like uh, the Avengers on the beta? Oh my goodness. I, oh, 
Hi, we I think it might be just a bit early for this, uh, as we've seen some of the findings a couple of weeks ago. I think this has just been in the works for a while. And this is the, the first baby steps towards us actually getting ruled out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm actually happy that this is now rolling and I fully understand why it's behind Pro. It's just to stop all um, everybody jumping on and clogging up the server. So, Unfortunately, uh, I don't want it to be there, but I understand the reasons why it's behind True. the pro membership. Right, right. Good point. Holtz, what, what's your take on this? I think it's a great idea, but I wanted it to be behind the free subscription with a time window. So you only play a certain amount of hours, and then without putting your card details in, you can play maybe two, three hours a day. And yeah. then at the end, it sort of just hints to you, subscribe to pro and get it at the discount. So right. every time there's a free-to-play weekend, there's a pro deal for that game. That's what I was expecting. I love it. I love it. I That's kind of where I was hinted, like headed to. Just I think, you know, people don't know much about Google Stadia. We had um, the app, appreneur. I can never say his name, but he's a guy that I interviewed. And he was a guy that made a video, right, Batch and Stadia. And so I got him on the podcast and, you know, he said he's going to test it out. And then when he tests it out, we'll get him back and get his reaction. And something he stated right away is like, it just worked. And I think just getting this in more people's hands, right, just for for free without having to actually pay for it, um, would be a good way to get people to see that cloud gaming works and Stadia works really well. But you guys have mentioned the free tier on here and having that be accessible for this instead of needing a pro membership. And I think that is that would be so dope if, if they can figure that part out. Um, but, yeah, you guys are right on here for sure. How about did we touch on you, Jerry, when it comes to this? I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. So I Do think it every we weekend. <laughs> cool. I think we covered the panel and we have Mark. What's up, dude? How are you, sir? Good. Technical difficulties. All good. Okay, cool. Super cool. professional over here. <laughs> so we're just talking about the uh, Borderlands 3, a free-to-play weekend for Google Stadia. Just what's your take on that? Yeah, cool. Cool. the end of that one. Um, I'm pretty sure from what I did here, I'm pretty much aligned with everyone else. The, the advertise, And again, we go back to Stadia's advertising and <laughs> how misleading and misplaced it is sometimes. But the... Right. Free play days, the word free is misleading to somebody who sees it at a glance because it's actually behind the pro subscription. So it's kind of free behind a paywall. It doesn't quite make sense to me. So if they can just make it not free, right? If they they can take the pro out of it, I think this would be a better deal. It sounds like that's what everyone has been echoing. Yeah, And, and I think maybe it might depend on the publisher. Maybe this is something that... Um, and I'm going to drop the ball, and I can't remember who makes Borderlands anymore. Everyone ignore that. But um, I'm I'm pretty sure it yeah. might be something where with individual publishers are like, okay, we're we're going to make it a free weekend. What do you think about that? And it might be something they need to work out back, you know, in the right. back end. Okay, actually, we want it to be uh, a pro subscription, and we'll get a certain amount because then people will buy it after. I, d- I don't know. Maybe it's something in the in the background like that. Yeah. What what are your thoughts on like showcasing a game that showcases Google Stadia's features, like the division with Stream Connect, right? I know this is the beginning and more games 
will be coming and doing this. But I think they should actually use this to showcase. I mean, Borderlands 3 is kind of an old an older game. So, I mean, if that's the case, showcase another old game like The Division 2 with Stream Connect. What, what's your take on that? Do you guys feel like they should, again, showcase games that showcase Google Stadia's features? We'll start with you, Duncan. What's your take on this? Yep, absolutely. Uh, the Division 2 would be a brilliant game to get on uh, for a free weekend, stream connect, just show it off, get everybody jumping on that. Absolutely amazing. Just to go back to a point that Mark just made there, uh, I don't think any of these free weekends for the foreseeable future will be a free, completely free. I think it's all 100% on Stadia. With all the things, what we can see in the code, that Stadia Play games are most likely going to be locked behind the pro membership as well. I think the pro thing is just going to be a big thing going forward, just like what we're going to have with xCloud. It's going to be the way mm. in. It's going to be their uh, safety net just to stop the shuffling of accounts going backwards and forwards and loads of people signing up and flooding the servers. I think it's their safety net, and that's why we probably won't uh, won't see a complete free weekend for a long, long time. Uh, but the Division Two would be the standout game for a free weekend, just to showcase everything going. Plus, the the best thing about that as well, it's got crossplay as well, so there'll always be someone about there. So there'll always be people in the multiplayer and people right. playing. Right. True. True. Jerry, what's your take on this? Showcasing. Yeah, like- literally everything duncan just said right basically for sure and the division two of course because that's what i was going to say it's almost the only game with real cross play yeah. cross save um it's something that goes recon breakpoint unfortunately it's, it's just killed that game on stadia because there's no yeah. cross play um so that would be a great one to to showcase to showcase those features on and of course i always say i want to see a lot more state share as well and i would like true. to see that in that game because that would be really cool true okay holtz what's your take on this See, if they're going to demonstrate Stadia's features, I just wanted it to be focused on the multiplayer aspects. I never wanted it to be free-to-play for the single player. So if you can just get people to you know, click a link and start playing Mortal Kombat to Division 2, Destiny 2, I think it'll be a great idea to populate the community of the game. Okay. Good. But, that's, that's a good point. But just, you know, don't let them play the single player because if someone can run through that game, there's no incentive to buy the game. True. Good point. Good point. Ben, what's your take on this? I mean, personally, I think that it was kind of a missed... Like, I think Borderlands 3 is awesome. I love the game. But the fact that they're pushing crowd play this week on Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 11, they should have done the free play on Mortal Kombat oh, as well, right. so people could do crowd play, jump in and play, right. get a taste of two features at the same time, instead of having focus here and a little focus over here and splitting it up they should have just marketed mortal Kombat and just have everybody dive in mm. but that's you know my opinion it's google pr again not communicating with one another. <laughs> one another right yeah it's crazy okay anyone else want to add to this before we move on to the next segment all right so Next news uh, for Google Stadia, you guys have heard this. Series Sam officially got a release date for September 24th. Just want to know how the panel is feeling about this game. I've, you know, read some comments about people complaining that, you know, they they missed the official original release date, which I don't think it was ever confirmed that it was coming. Um, I think some pe- 
people were speculating that was coming in August. Um, but again, what's your take on this? Are you guys excited for September 24th? Are you guys even excited for Series M4? Let's get just what your reaction is to this start with Mark. What's your take on this? Serious Sam for itself. Uh, okay. I can take or miss. I enjoyed um, the what is it just the original Serious Sam that's on right. Stadia at the moment. I think so. that I you know I enjoyed that. I played that for pr- probably a couple of hours and it was okay. Um, the thing about this one, this is exactly I guess what we've all been saying that Stadia needed to do for a while, which is um, flash the Google cache and get hold of some of these right. exclusives, albeit this one is only time. They haven't been able to lock it down um, for this foreseeable future, but they they do get it before the other platforms, which are, are getting it in 2021. This is exactly the type of move we've said that they need to be doing. And now it's weirdly conflicting because it, all it's done is pissed people off and maybe turned them against Stadia a little bit. So I don't know how they can come out ahead anymore. Yeah. what? Just curious, what do you think people are upset about? with this release this one i think it, it's people on other platforms were were mainly discouraged yeah. about the fact that they wouldn't get to play it you know yeah. as soon as other people right okay true true what's your take on this jerry yeah the people get mad every time there's a timed exclusive it's been happening since xbox 360 and and on i mean they used to get all the call of duty maps first on 360 for like a month before you could get them anywhere else and everybody would be complaining about it um stadia has no real exclusives of its own that are heavy hitters to pull anyone in and until they have some ready they're going to have to pay for timed exclusives i don't think any company right now is going to put the amount of time and effort and money into creating a game and then just letting stadia has it have it as an exclusive unless they pay a lot of money because there's just there's billions of other players to reach out there and there's only so many on stadia but you know, I, I think it's cool for them, but I don't know that Serious Sam 4 is a game that's like, okay, that's time exclusive. I can only play it on Stadia. I'm going to go sign up for Stadia. It's cool, but it's not it's not a heavy hitter. And with so many awesome games coming out soon, that's that's kind of tough. Good point. Good point. Let's hear from Ben. What's your take on this, man? I mean, yeah, everything that's been said right now, that's that's pretty straightforward i mean the timed exclusives it's just really hard to get one that's going to take off and until we get a good first party like orcs must die three is technically first party because stadia produced it but you know there's two other ones out there that are on other platforms and it's just not attracting a lot of people okay yeah yeah agreed i personally Done. I'm not a big fan of the Series M franchise, but I can see why people are getting upset. Uh, like Mark was saying, just when it comes to exclusivity, I feel like when there's locked behind the console, you know, people from other platforms, they just either get jealous or they get angry because, again, they don't have access to it. But I do think that, you know, like Mark was saying, also, we've been wanting Google Stadia to shell out cash to get exclusive titles and this overall you know i think is a good get uh, for google state it's going to be interesting if this strategy continues right to where they'll either pay for time exclusive or just pay for full exclusive to the games um so let's let's see this will be good to just monitor and see how it goes going forward anyone else want to add to this 
before we move to the yeah, next I'd rather, I'd rather delay it than actually release a game that's unfinished so they can take sure. more love to polish it up and sort of max out the settings that they've got to offer the best experience on Stadia. But part of me agrees that delaying it late September makes me feel like if that was a game with all the other four games, I won't be playing it anytime soon. <laughs> it'll be it'll be totally overshadowed. Yeah, in August, with sure. in August, there was barely nothing to play. Like what at the end, Windbound maybe. So you look at Stadia and you go, okay, I could have played that in that time. But when it comes to four titles, I think a lot of people are going to say, I'd rather wait until it's the definitive edition on PlayStation Four or right. PlayStation right. Five or Xbox. I think that's what they're going to say. Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. just I'll just butt in as well. I think the the biggest thing as well is this is compounded with uh, Baldur's Gate three being delayed or mm. sort of delayed into September as well. So they they were the two big games what we're looking forward to in August and Stadium. Both of them have been sort of shuffled about into September and into the no man's land. Unfortunately for me, I think uh, Serious Sam is now going to fall into that lovely, uh, it's going to be a pro game at some stage. Unfortunately, unfortunately for the developer, I think a lot of people are just going to hold off until it's a, a freebie. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it, go ahead. It's like that, what's that effect called? The Osborne effect. I think what we see on stage, I think a lot of people are seeing, like, we got Serious Sam as a pro game, the collection. So mm-hmm. we're all thinking, well, they've already released news. They shouldn't have released it yet, the news about it. And now we're all thinking, well, if we wait a few months while we play our fall games, I'm pretty sure it'll be a pro game for March. That's what everyone's thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of pro games, do you do you guys feel like we might see this game as a pro game come release? Like they did with Ultimate Day 3? What's your take? Uh, just start with Duncan. Oh, I'm just shaking my head. I don't see it being a pro game to start off with. Because okay. we've, we've already we've already got uh, Hitman and Hello Neighbor on top oh. of the other already That's coming. Yeah. And we're obviously, well, not obviously, but I, I think it's a safe bet we're going to get some other wee games in there as well. But I don't see Serious Sam being a pro game until maybe the new year or when the exclusive period ends. Okay, good point. What's he taking this, Jerry? Do you do you think this might be a pro game? Uh, yeah, probably not. Not for a little while, especially since they're paying for that exclusive time. Uh, there's some money to recoup there. They're not just going to all of a sudden throw it out there. Is it right. yet another pro game? Especially when they're still trying to get people into the service. I don't. I don't think they would do that yet. Okay. Took the words out of my mouth, <laughs> Jerry. Yeah. I mean, this might just saying. I think someone mentioned it. This might be a good game to. Do that whole free to play weekend thing with, right? I don't know. Like, no, actually, I take that back. They might lose money, money for that to offer this as a free to play title. But I feel like people are hesitant to pay sixty dollars for this game, especially like with the time when it's released in September twenty fourth. I think by then we should have the Avengers, and then we're gonna have some pretty cool. Pro games for September. So people shelling out $60 for Series M4. I don't know if this is going to be a thing that sells a lot on Google Stadia, but I feel like if people can play it and then, you know, just get the chance to make that decision for themselves, it might be a good thing. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. What's your take on this, Holtz? Well, comparing a similar game like Doom, 
to your maternal. You know, I think a lot of people are going to jump on band now it's actually reduced in price. So I think a lot of people are, will, even though it doesn't become free for pro, um, pro subscribers, I actually do think a lot of people will wait until it drops in price. True. I so agree. I think people are willing to play it and I think they're willing to support Stadia, but not at a full $60. Yeah, I agree. Now, do you guys think this is the last thing I'm going to say about this game? We'll move on where. But do you guys think this game might actually be sixty dollars? Do we actually know what the price of this game might be? I, I again, like you were saying, Holtz. If this game was sixty, I don't know if it'll sell. But if it's like, you know, thirty nine 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 forty bucks, the twenty nine nine nine, you know, um, thirty bucks, might not be that low. But I think that might move compared to sixty. Just what's your take on this? Um, start with Jerry. Well, uh, I was trying to look some stuff up for you real quick too while we're doing it. Now, the the old Steam pre-order that somebody was talking about was like thirty nine ninety nine, and that's what I was looking at. I'm not okay. sure this could fall anywhere from thirty nine to fifty nine. We're assuming sixty, but don't be surprised to see it come in less than that. Okay. Yeah. What's and if it goes thirty nine, yeah. that would I think that would actually sell. That's thirty. I think that would be inappropriate pricing on it. Yeah, yeah, it feels right. That feels better. Yeah, I think so. I think so. That but forty bucks for this, I feel like it's reasonable, and it's kind of a bummer because I know like people really like this this franchise and series, but I personally don't consider this like a triple A um, series. So to price it at that point again, I don't think it's going to be uh, units like that. But um, okay. So any other thing before I move on, uh, series time, you guys, anyone can hop on and say something. Do I, yeah, I just just, yeah. just on that last point, like you said, if if this is priced the same as a AAA, and somebody in a month's time goes to the the Stadia store and they're side by side and they're looking at Marvel's Avengers like fifty dollars and Serious Sam fifty dollars, <laughs> right. it's an easy choice where somebody's going to put their money. So exactly, it's definitely going to exactly. come in lower. Right, right. So well, let's think, go ahead. I think that the timed exclusive is actually brilliant compared to. You know that's going to be their only way to really get much sales on it at all from the 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 small fandom that it has. Yeah, uh, maybe small. I don't know. I've never played the games, um, but do, getting people in now to a couple of months before all the major AAA titles hit that's that's their smartest play. Yeah, um, they might put it as a pro game once Valhalla and Cyberpunk and everything else comes out, but I don't see it happening before yeah. before that at all. So realistically, um, just going to ask the panel, if Orkmas Die would have, you know, came out to where it wasn't a free-to-play game and you actually had to pay for it, what would be a good price for a game like that for Google Stadia? Just start with Mark. What what would you be comfortable playing uh, paying for Orkmas Die 3? I'm thinking where it sits in terms of, you know, you couldn't classify it as a AAA comfortably, max, probably about $30 for me. Okay. All right. How about you, Holtz? What would you pay for Orcs Must Die 3? It's not my style of game that I would have rushed out to bought, but I would actually agree $30. I would agree on that one. Okay. All right. And Ben, what's your take on the price? I've had a lot of fun playing it, but I don't think that it's not the style that I would have jumped on. I think okay. maybe 20 bucks to get me Oof. engaged in it if it wasn't free. Okay. Yeah. So comparing, I know I just asked some people, but comparing this to Series M4, do you feel like price-wise they should kind of 
be equal, right? With what you guys are saying here, I'm hearing 30, I'm hearing 20. Do you think like Series M fits that price range? Because again, I think if they price this way too high, it's not going to overall be a good thing because people are not going to buy. My thing is, again, if it's the same price as Ogmas Die 3, right? Then why not make it a pro game, right? And I think this game will move as a pro game compared to if they try to charge people 30, 40, or even 60 bucks. It's my take in this situation. So anyone can hop on. I mean, it totally depends on people's value. I mean, if they've got nostalgia for the game, they'll pay up to what they want to pay up for. I mean, there's a game coming out called Windbound, and I know that's going to be a pro game. I'm expecting it's going to be a pro game in a few months, but I'm still going to buy it day one. I know a lot of people would say the opposite to me, where I'm saying about Serious Sam. I would wait to play that game, but then another another person wouldn't wait for it. Um, Orcs Must Die or something like that, depending on the pro title. See, I felt yeah. the same way about Get Packed. I was like, I know it's going to be a pro game, but I'm going to buy it anyway. Yeah, right. Serious Sam pulls a little bit. It's it's not AAA that we're calling it, but it pulls a little more weight than Orcs Must Die. So, I mean, if you're talking like 30 for Orcs and 40 for Serious Sam, and then I think um, a lot of Stadia players are hungry for games. So they do have, especially at 40 bucks, a good chance of selling quite a few copies of that before it goes pro. Because mm. I think it has a better chance of selling copies at 40 than it mm. does pulling anyone into a pro membership. So I think mm. that's that's what they'll probably be doing there. Good point. Good point. All right. So we're going to... Yeah. Go ahead, and no, Sorry, I was I was just going to say in in terms of the the fan base, I think it's just that Serious Sam has been running longer. Mm. Uh, literally, just doing some fact checks. Sure. First Serious Sam was two thousand one. The first uh, Orcs Must Die was two thousand eleven. So you've got a good decade wow. on yeah. on fan base growth there to to mm. kind of back it up to justify the price, maybe just a little bit. Mm. Good point. Sure. And if you want some geeky news about cloud gaming, Orcs Must Die was on on live. So there you go, the original one. Oh, so there nice. you go. <laughs> that is crazy. Good, good, good finding that, Duncan, for sure. All right, so let's move to the August games, right? We have, what, I'm counting three plus four games here possibly coming out this month of August. So we have Kona, we have Strange Brigade, we have Metro, Redux, and just Shapes and Beats, right? And then we have Rocks of Ages 3 potentially coming August 14th. So just what's your take on these games? Are you guys excited? Have you guys even touched any of these games? Uh, let's start with you, Duncan. What's your take on these pro games? Uh, pro games, I think, are decent but uh, because there's something for everybody. I don't think everybody's going to love all of them, but I think there will be one, at least one or two of them which you're going to give it a go. I've been playing a load of Strange Brigade, loads of fun, chill-like game, completely cheesy with the, the talking, with the narrator going on it, and really enjoying that. Yeah. Uh, the other ones, I haven't really played Bar Ships and just Ships and Beats, which is an absolute pain in the ass to play, and it's really, really difficult. But I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm I'm happy enough with it. I'm going to give Metro a go at some stage, and I think we're I think it was the safe bet that the next Metro might be next month or the month after for the pro game. <laughs> right. But yeah, I'm I'm enjoying them anyway. But okay. There's something for everybody. I don't think it was a brilliant month. I don't think it was a rubbish month. It was a mediocre sort of one. Okay. Yeah. How about you, Ben? What's your take on the pro games? Um, I think they were appropriate. Like, like Duncan said, uh, there's something for everybody. I mean, I've, I, I would never pay for just shapes and beats, yeah. but I've had a lot of fun playing it. Right. 
Uh, same thing with Strange Brigade. Like, I, I probably wouldn't buy that game, but I've had a lot of fun playing it. My only complaint is that there's not a lot of direction, hmm. and I feel lost half the time. Like, I'm like, right. where am I supposed to go? There's no map, there's no clues, no hints, no nothing. You just kind of wander around until you find a puzzle. Hmm. True, true. How the the graphics though? What what's you taking the graphics? Do you like the way it looks? I do. I think it looks yeah. pretty good. It, it it shows off Stadia pretty well. It does, it does. It runs really smooth. I'll get to my thoughts on these games, but I want to hear from Jerry. What's he taking these pro games? Yeah, it, mediocre. I think that's what Duncan or someone had just yeah. said. It was kind of a mediocre month, but it's nothing wrong with that. I mean, for one thing, Stadia only has so many games they can True. give out because they have True. such a small library, and that's what people complain about when there's like a big Stadia sale. It yeah. is a big Stadia sale for what their <laughs> library is. They're yeah. not Steam. Yeah. So, you know, it is a lot of games for what their library is. And, and with Pro, there's only so much they can do. Um, Rock of Ages 3, I think that's going to be a pretty good one for, for being on there. And for me, Metro, because I like the Metro games. I like testing them all across the platforms and having fun with those games. And it runs really well in Stadia. So Metro, anytime that's going to be free, that's, that's good in, in my book. I, I absolutely love the Metro games, so. Good, good. So something I'm hearing, uh, we'll get to hold some mark, but something I'm hearing you guys mention is that it's mediocre. And I I echo that a lot too. But Mark, what what's your take on these games? There we go. Uh yeah, I kind of agree <laughs> kind of agree. It's uh it's a decent selection, like we were saying. So it's there's one title in there at least somebody's gonna kind of uh relate to a little bit, if not you know, all of them for myself, there was nothing in other than strange brigade, which I, I think I mentioned when I uh, talked about these games that that's one that I'd always wanted to check out. So I was quite pleased to see that. Okay. Well, hmm. I've got that for free now. Um, but honestly, I still haven't, uh, I've done my usual. It got to the first of the month. I opened the stadia app. I hit claim yeah. on all of them and there they are right. in the library. It, it's going to take something bigger, something that I have, in the forefront of my brain knew that I wanted for them to throw that at me to, to encourage me to, because I have such a limited capacity (laughs) to get me to sit down and dedicate some time to something. It's gotta be, it's gotta be big. And these are relatively old games. Still, I still think we're seeing issues with, you know, I'm interested to see when we get to September and we get the AAA titles, how they're going to run and how they stack up to running on other systems, because everything we've seen so far has you know, been from the last, five to ten years hmm except doom eternal except which doom. held up okay yeah yeah good point with that good point holds what's your take on these pro games initially not really excited me at first because yeah. when i looked at metro 2033 and that i was like i've already played it before and but then i looked at strange brigade and i jumped straight in and i had a bit of fun but it's nothing that I would play for hours and hours and yeah. hours. I've had right. the initial laugh, and now I'm sort of moving on. But yeah. I'm glad I got the chance just to click it, redeem it, and play. Good, good. Yeah, I, I feel like these games that they put in on, again, it's not you know something that's going to make you run and sign up for Pro right away, but it's a good game. It's a good way to test these games out. And what I think is interesting is they bring in like new games to Stadia for Pro. Which, you know, goes to, to tell me that if these games were free, people probably would not pay for it, I don't think. Like a game like Conan Stream, because they are older games than other platforms, which people probably already own. 
So the fact that it's free for Stadia, right? You were getting it and we're getting to try it. So I think it's a good thing to get these mediocre games. Um, but I do think they're mediocre. And I, again, don't think people are going to run, run, you know, and say they're going to go buy Stadia for, for these pro games. But I, I, I hope they beef it up, though. Right, mediocre is good, but I think February we got guilds, and um, I forgot what other. But it's another. I think it was Metro as well, but it was another pretty big game. Games like that, I feel like makes an impact. Right? What were you gonna say, Holtz? Now, there's a few games like Grids and Metro Exodus and all that that a lot of people was made up for, but I think a lot of pro members are focusing on the quantity and at the at the quantity in their library, not the quality. So right. when you speak to the average person, they go, "I have got forty sure. pro games," and they're sure. so excited they got forty. And you go, yeah. "How many are you excited for?" And you go, uh, six. <laughs> so yeah. It's, yeah, it's a very low number to be excited yeah. for. I can be honest with you. The only game out of this list that I have tried was Strange uh, Brigade, and I played it for 15 minutes and stopped. Just and honestly speaking, I don't unless my daughter wants to play Kona, and no, she's not playing Kona. But you guys get what I'm saying. I'm not gonna touch most of these games. But yeah, if you guys are in it for the quantity, then yeah, you get some a lot of games. But quality wise. I don't know if it's the best quality games to showcase Google Stadia, but I'm going to hop on to the next segment unless someone else has something to throw at these games. All right, so Relicta is available in Stadia, and I'm going to go straight to Ben because I know he is the one that's been playing a lot of this. <laughs> so what's your take on this game? I, I, how are you liking it so far? I mean... I love it. I think it's great. I mean, it's. I think the price on it is very reasonable. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bought it. Um, I I do think there's a strong chance it'll be a pro game yeah. in three or four months. Um, it plays a lot like the Turing Test, uh, but I think the graphics look a little bit better. There's more colors in it, so it's just it's it's more of a pretty game to play. Right. What's your thoughts on the way it was just still dropped? Right. Um, they just announced, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, like, all right, this is available for Google State. Do you like that approach, or do you want them to build hype for these games that are still drop? And- I don't know. They, they showed it off, and I pretty much, once Sonny posted a video of him playing it, I was like, okay, I'm buying this game. <laughs> yeah. it, didn't take, it didn't take too much convincing for me, but I like puzzle games and platformers and stuff like that. So, Cool. All right. Jerry, what's your take on Reluctant Stadia? I don't have a big take on the game because I haven't played it. I've watched trailers of it, and I did watch Sunny playing it, and I could tell it wasn't necessarily a game for me to put the money out. If it was on Pro, I'd definitely check it out because I'll pretty much open up and check it out any free game given to me. Right. Um, we often get in this perspective nowadays that we're supposed to be getting all these free games, and it wasn't that many few years ago where free games weren't even heard of yet. You didn't even really have all these subscriptions and free games and everything. I mean, there was a time I went and bought every single game that I ever had. They almost didn't exist. So sometimes we get a little harsh when it comes to the free game thing because they are still free games for a, a lot of people. Um, as far as is that game, though, I don't have a lot to say other than I'm glad to see more new releases yeah. come to Stadia, and I want to see a lot more of that for the platform, more new releases. And just one thing, can anyone tell me where is Warzone? 
I just I've been I've been waiting this whole time during the stadium news. Where is Warzone? Does anybody know of rumor? Does anybody know why it's not there? It would it would do more for Stadia than most most people know. You talking about Call of Duty Warzone, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I guess we can ask the same question where it's Fortnite too, because uh, I feel like maybe that game yeah. will do. So, so I was, I was, yeah, I was literally just going to say I'm pretty sure we can apply Tim Sweeney's maybe. answer for Fortnite to Call of Duty Warzone yeah. in just the, especially with the size of those updates. Imagine constantly trying to have to keep that, oh, you know, gosh. updated right. and patched on an additional platform. Where again, what Tim Tim said was where the player base is isn't quite there yet to warrant that amount of dedication and time for their team. Right, sure. That's where it makes you wonder about where the Google money is going because we're not seeing big first-party exclusives yet. We're not seeing, we see these little timed exclusives, but we're not seeing big things like Fortnite or Warzone or whatever come. There is a small player base, and they're not going to just bring the game to you. But why is not Google not out there saying you you will bring the game here? Here's the mo- you know make it happen because then you grow your player base. It doesn't go the other way around. It doesn't, doesn't work the other way around. Yeah, it's an interesting point because they definitely you know. It's, they've, it's Google. They've got the money. Why yeah. Why isn't it just a case of, come on, Tim, let's sit down. How much is it going to cost you to support right. an additional platform? Yeah. Okay, well, here you go and get it on there because we we need the, yeah. the game. We need the players. That's what consoles do when they're new releasing and they're going to have a small player base a lot of times in the beginning. They shell out the money to get the games to bring them. It doesn't, that's just kind of what you got to do. But yeah, yeah, it's big upfront cost for long-term reward. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Google's playing the slow marathon game. They're just not in a rush to get that stuff there. Yeah, I, I agree with Jerry. I think that bring bring Warzone and players will come, especially if they never have to update it again, and it's just always ready to play. No more hard drive space because that game is massive. Yes, yeah, I mean, stadi- they, players would flock in, in numbers to stadiums yeah. and not have to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. It's an investment, but, you know, it's an investment that could be worthwhile. Yeah. And I think, like, a game like Fortnite, too. I know people on this panel are not the biggest fans, but the constant update that that game gets, right? You log in, there's an update. You log in, there's an update. The fact that that is all, you know, done in the background where you can just log in and get right into your game, I feel like that's also a huge, right, benefit for Stadium. If, if it does ever come to stadium, for sure. Um, but yeah, we went from le- Relicta to Warzone and Fortnite. Sorry about that. I just had to <laughs> no, say that so was on my mind with Stadia, so I just thought <laughs> we'd throw it out there. But yeah, love it. Uh, I love uh, it. Uh, I'll just start the conspiracy theories. I think uh, Call of Duty is coming uh, because of the YouTube deal, because the nice. paid, oh, because of the. So. Pe- because they paid over the odds for that to get it on the stadia, and as we've just seen, saying over the last couple of days, click and play, click and play, join in people. Yeah. So I think that is going to be an absolute money maker going forward. Oh, and one wee tiny thing I'm really like is if you do not like swearing or swear words, uh, you may want to skip that game because it's yeah, uh, first. yeah, there is quite it's a true. bit of that. I was watching. I think it was Sunny's video. It's like, oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. yeah, true. Good point on that, Duncan. Um, no, Duncan, I I agree with with what you said. Now, I I think that um, do you think any of that has to do with uh, how successful the mobile Call of Duty game has been on the Google mm. Play Store? Mm. Uh, 
Yep, there could be. I think they, they're not stupid people over on Google, even though we think we're, they're all stupid, not doing what we're saying. You have to do with it. They've got so many smart people. There. I think they know the right. numbers. And I think they're just going to be hitting the key sort of one, the, the key games that they're going for and tying up Activision Blizzard for this massive deal. I remember, it wasn't just Call of Duty coming to uh, uh, YouTube. It's Activision Blizzard. So some of the World of Warcraft, yeah, or the Hearthstone, yeah. yeah. etc. I think it's just a matter of time. The rest of them games coming. I remember we've got our first uh, Activision game coming, and I one thing you're going to have to get used to. I struggle with names. Suriko shadows my day twice. Yeah. That's an Activision game. So yeah. Activision have now entered the until entered the frame for Stadia. So I don't think Call of Duty is maybe that far off. Yeah, that's true. I, they publish in that game, right? So I, are they public? I think Sekiro, right? Are they yep. publishing that? Or yeah, yep, they are. That's a big deal. You know, that's yeah. a big deal. You're right in that. It just opens the the floodgate of potential Activision games coming, Blizzard games as well. Cool. All right, so let's move to the next segment. Uh, so, and uh, I was going to say, Relicta, that mm-hmm. I welcome more get puzzle games coming to Stadia. And it, this game doesn't interest me, but it would interest me if they dropped the feature for Google Assistant's help. Hmm. No, like for puzzle hints. I yeah. thought that would be a great oh. feature to drop with that game. That's that true. would be awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible at puzzles. Yeah, I'm uh, terrible and uh, I'm not sure if you know. I'm not sure if you guys follow Jam. Uh, yeah, Jam. Jam Stadia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he found more Google Assistant stuff, so it looks like it's coming soon-ish. Uh-oh. I would say oh, in the code, so it, it may be coming a bit sooner than we than we expect. Nice, nice. Yeah. By the way, if you guys haven't checked out Jam Stadia, do so, man. He he does a lot of behind the scene work with like dissecting right the apks and just find out what's coming what's down the pipeline for google stadia so yeah it's just mind-boggling yeah it's mind-boggling how he pulls this stuff out i'm like where where are you finding this like this is amazing (laughs) it's pretty cool stuff man so yeah check out his youtube channel good stuff over there for sure Uh, so moving on to apple not supporting stadium xcloud i did a video on this mark did a video on this sunny did a video on this it's, it's a big topic, and it's all over Reddit. It's on Twitter as well. Um, so if you guys didn't know, Apple, a spokesman from Apple pretty much just came out and let, he let us know the reason why we have not seen any um, cloud gaming services or platform, if you want to call it that, on iOS. And uh, pretty much he was just saying that uh, it's a, they want to protect their customers, they want to protect their devs, right? And it's a long process. And in order for you to get your game on iOS, right, you have to make sure that each and every single game in the cloud gaming service, so if it's Google Stadia, like every single game in Stadia has to go through an approval on iOS. And I just think that's pretty ridiculous. And then, you know, um, the Epic CEO had something to say. Microsoft had something to say. So it's a big deal right now. And this is a petition, which I just posted on 
Twitter, right? You guys can actually go there and petition for this to come to iOS. But yeah, so what's your take on this? Again, this this is a big thing going on right now. So we'll start with Jerry. What's your take on iOS? Yeah, you know that unfortunately I am an Apple, I'm an iPhone user and all that kind of stuff. I have been since 2007, but um, it's bull. It, it's all bull. And this isn't really new. We've gotten more coming straight from Apple, but they started this mess even harder in February when they canceled the xCloud beta coming to iOS because yeah. I was about to get in on that. I had got all my certification. I'm ready to go. And like the next day, Apple's like, no. Yeah. And Shadow got taken away from iOS for two yeah. months from Mar- March to April. And what they had to do was remove the automatic game launcher feature. So when you open up Shadow, you no longer have that little launcher bar. You go right to the PC, and that got them around the whole game store, game library on the app thing. So, But that leaves xCloud and Stadia, PS Now, and anything else, cloud that wants to come there, it's it's not going to happen. And Apple wants to check every game. That's not going to happen when it comes to thousands of PC yeah. games and stuff it's like impossible. that. That's a joke. It's, yeah. They've written it up in such a way that they're on purpose going to keep other yeah. gaming platforms from being on there. It's going to bite them though, because even though we're not to cloud gaming being mainstream yet and, and hardcore, it will be. And yeah. in, in yeah. a few years more time, everyone's getting used to cloud gaming. They're not going to want to play the mobile version anymore. They're going to want to play the version yeah. on their phone, and then Apple's going to get hit hard on that. So it's karma. It'll 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 come around, but I'm pretty unhappy about it. I might have to get another phone to add to this phone because I don't want to get rid of my Apple phone, but I might have to get a secondary phone just to do that kind of stuff. So have like a just get the Note twenty. <laughs> the, the note. I'll have, have two like phones. I'm telling you, I'll wind up with the new yeah. iPhone and the new Samsung. I'll just wind up doing, <laughs> doing both. I'm sure, but it's aggravating and it's stupid, and they need to get over it. True, true. Duncan, what's your take on this? Basically, they are stupid, as <laughs> so eloquently uh, said. I also am an iPhone person, so it has got me looking at moving to Android. Uh, I think it's not going to do them too much harm in uh, the Western markets, where this is going to actually right. hit, hit them really hard. It's in the emerging markets, which you're trying to get into, because that's where the mobile phone is king. And... We can see Google, we can see Microsoft are all making big plays into the Far East and especially India. I think they may have lost India if they're going to follow through for this. And that is going to be a massive market for them going yeah, forward. And that's on top true. of the, all the other ones. So I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if because of all this fallout, we may hopefully uh, see some sort of turnaround. But I wouldn't be holding my breath because Apple loves money. And who can blame them? <laughs> sure. It's all about that money. I think Karma Mark comes around quicker that. in some countries than others. So oh. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> True. Ben, what's your take on this? I think it's one of the most idiotic things I've heard. It's yeah. just, it's a money grab. It's um, security. I mean, just because they like to claim that Android's had all these vulnerabilities. I'm like, it's not Android that has the vulnerabilities. The fact that they give more publishers, more smaller publishers, the opportunity to put apps on there, which sometimes one slips through, or a few slip through, but Google's pretty quick to clean that up. Mm. Apple should just follow suit, and they should just be more vigilant about, you know, cleaning up smaller issues, but when you have a big company like Google and Microsoft, I mean, like, like you said in your video earlier this week, it's like, you can't you can't 
look through every single video on Netflix and say, right. I approve all of these videos right. and not say, I'm going to deny all of Google because I have to approve every single game because it's yeah. a game and not a video. It's still a, a media, a form of media consumption. Yeah. Yeah. I think I stay this all about like control and um, just keeping people in Absolutely the ecosystem. And that's the app store is their baby. I'm telling yeah. you, they don't want to give up the apps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. What's your take on this, Holtz? Well, I'm disappointed because I really wanted to play cloud gaming on my iPads. But mm. it's the name of the game. I'm I'm used to it because I've seen stuff like this with Epic and Google arguing, right. Microsoft and Sony would cross chat. And in the end, they use all these terminology. But in the end, what it comes down to is we don't want you taking any of our money or yeah. our player base. That's what it is. So they shouldn't use the words like we have to stop them because we have to review. Because yes. I was going to mention Amazon Prime. That's got a storefront and that's got videos. And they never review all them. And yeah. music. But they still allow it. I just think in time, maybe 2022, 2023, when Apple's ready and 5G's more implemented around the world, Apple's going to say, here's our new 4K phone with 5G, with cloud services, and everyone's going to forget about it. And we're all, they're all going to jump on it. Yeah. Like it's the new thing in 2023. <laughs> and they do that every like, time. Every time. Catch up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, like it's something new because of the Apple brands. And who knows, maybe Apple's doing this because they might have their own service coming. Yeah. Somebody was saying that in our Discord. Maybe that's the case, right? Mm-hmm. It'll, be, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Mark, what's your take on this? I mean, yeah, it's it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Uh, completely agree with, uh, with Holtz in terms of media consumption. I'm not seeing a difference between, as you said, Amazon Prime, you're purchasing stuff in a, a storefront there. Um, I completely agree with, I'm glad yeah. Microsoft actually spoke out. This is usually one of those things where, you know, we're, we're big public figures. We usually won't get into this public pissing contest, essentially. But I'm glad they spoke out and they didn't use the word it directly. But their explanation and their statement was so good that everyone read it and immediately jumped to my mm. two favorite words about this, yeah. which is anti-consumer which absolutely is because I'm not buying the the whole, we need to review every single statement because Microsoft said, yeah, well, these are all titles which have been reviewed and they've, you know, they've been given authorization either by the ERSCB, ESRB, yeah. whatever it is, or like, or like, a, you know, an equivalent governing body like that. They've yeah. already been reviewed. They're yeah. not going to be chucking the kind of stuff up that I think we said in, a, in an episode of, of a few weeks ago about, the type of junk that goes up on the uh, the nin- Nintendo yeah. Play Store, like it's not that kind of stuff. These are just you know the regular game titles, so they're not going to have that issue. So it's a weak excuse at best, yeah. um, you know. And they they came out and said their very blanket statement was, "Well, every app needs to meet the same set. You know, we hold all developers to the same standard." Yeah. Well, that standard is so weirdly skewed against yep. cloud gaming that yep. if somebody goes to submit their app for review and it's Candy Crush, then they're, they're going to get to the section about hosting uh, a mirrored device and they're going to be like, this has nothing to do with me. I'm, I'm popping candy on a screen. That's fine. Whereas your cloud gamers get to it and they're like, well, this, this is us out. <laughs> so it is so specifically skewed to cut out this industry that, you know, it's not, we're treating everyone equally, as they said. True. I love how the big tech companies are speaking up 
against this, you know, like Microsoft and uh, Epic Game Store. I hope more people call them out because, yeah, it's it's not cool. It is anti-consumer. And hopefully this petition goes through. Again, it's on our Twitter, if you guys are not aware. You guys can sign the petition to hopefully get this madness sorted out. But Signing it now. <laughs> yeah, but we're using, we're using the words anti-consumer because it's Apple. But look at um, Stacey with Google. They ignored Android TVs. So they, you know, they've missed the market as well in, in homes. So it's like they're anti-consumer. So everyone's going to point the fingers. And remember Microsoft, they didn't want to do certain stuff. I think they're only saying that because they've got a cloud service. And they're like, oh, we wanted to access that device. So we have to stand up. And I think over time, these companies in court, and it's going to sort of break Apple down. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. But yeah, you mentioned that with uh, Stadia, and this one just like drives me absolutely insane because Google owns Android TV and Google owns Stadia. So it's like, again, the the PR and and the marketing genius at Google, I just don't get how they're not all connecting these things and clicking. I mean, Android TV should be like a no-brainer for Google, right? You want to push your cloud gaming service to as many TVs as you can. They got to sell more Chromecasts. Yeah. (laughs) I don't get it. Anyway, uh, let's move to GeForce Now News, right? We were, wow, we spent a lot of time in Stadia. It's so much to cover for Stadia. So GeForce Now, as you guys know, every Thursday they update GeForce Now news and this week there wasn't a lot and like I stated in the news video we got to give them a break right the last two weeks they've spoiled us with a lot of you know good stuff right we had Death Stranding we had um was was it Rogue's uh, Rogue Company Company Rogue Company Hyperscape Squadron Hyperscape Mm -hmm. so we've we have some good stuff from uh, the GeForce Now team but this week just realistically speaking, wasn't the best week. Only eight games were announced for this week. And then we have Ark Survival Evolved as a NVIDIA highlight feature. Um, just want to talk to you guys on the panel. See if you guys have tried any of these games and any of these games kind of jump out to you and catch your interest. So let's start with you, Jerry. What's your take on this GeForce Now news? So the only game I've really checked out and played on there is Trackmania Turbo because I played it a good bit. And I used it for, for some of the footage in the news, but um, I was happy to see that come there because I actually didn't care about Trackmania until it started showing up on GeForce Now, and I started playing all of them as, right. as they showed up there. Um, yeah, it is a shorter week, but we have been getting game after game after game every week right. and a lot of same-day launches, which is good. It was kind of sucky that Horizon Zero Dawn's not on yeah. there right now, but it's also not running on a lot of VMs and different machines right now, so we got to give that one some time. It's, it's not like Death Stranding. It's a little bit different. Um, but really, Super Hot and Just Cause 2 and Trackmania. Uh, I've gotten a lot of uh, messages and some direct messages on Facebook and Twitter that people were actually really happy about these games, especially Just Cause 2. I think I had like 13 messages of people that were like, I can finally play my 10-year-old Just Cause 2 or something. <laughs> so, I mean, it does help some people, even if we don't get that excited. And then another one I got a lot of messages about because people are always asking me about Ark Survival Evolve for some reason. I don't play the game. Uh, real life is enough of a survival game. I don't really get into those a lot. Um, but the highlights feature, I must have had another eight or nine, you know, just quick messages like, wow, I'm really excited that that feature's on here. So even though none of it was really for me, it did do a little bit for the community of GeForce now. So that was exciting to see at least. 
that's pretty cool to see your take on that, right? It, it these games are good for people who own GeForce Now as a whole. But yeah, as far as like the enthusiasts, probably not, you know, the greatest news. But yeah, for the normal consumers, probably not that bad. So let's go to you, Holtz. What's your take on these news? I am not interested in any of them apart from one. And I like the look of Hotu Hotu Loshu, Dragon and um, Books the Dragon. I'm gonna buy that and I'm gonna go around slashing people and using spells. And I like the way, you know, the art style, the cinematics and stuff like that. So it's more I'm gonna take it at more of a steady pace. It's not gonna be hard like Sekiro or Ghost of Shishima. So and right. I think it's set in like a Chinese law. So I've never played a game that focuses on Chinese law. So I'm gonna be very interested in trying it. Cool. So out of all, when I did my news video, out of all the games that's listed here, I said that and Russian Fishing 4 were like the least games that I was interested in. And it's pretty cool to see that out of all these games, that's the one that you picked out. Yeah, let style. me know how that is. Huh? That's whole style, that game right there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love, I love all like that style like of comedy and stuff like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, just like Stadia's Pro Games, there's something for everybody on the GeForce Now week. There we go. There we go. Oh, so you got to let me know how that game is after I you will. play, man. Sure. Ben, what's your take on this? Honestly, I completely missed the tweet when they put it out this week. Like, I subscribed to to them on Twitter just so I can get, like, notifications every time they load up their new games. Didn't right. even see it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, my Control Delete is pretty much the only one that I'm interested in playing. Right. Um, I'm waiting for that to come. Wasn't that supposed to come to Stadia already? It's it's still not on Stadia yet. I thought it was. No, no. It, it is not. It's not on Stadia as yet. It oh, is wow. due to come in Stadia. There is no huh. release date. Uh, it is in the massive impile called coming soon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, th I thought they said it was coming out August first, and then changed their mind. Hmm. That's a bummer. Kind of unfortunate for sure. Okay. How about you, Duncan? What's your take on this GeForce Now news? Uh, the game which which appeals to me the most is Other Side. I'm not sure if any of you have actually seen that. It is getting absolutely amazing reviews. It's a turn-based yeah. game. It's looking actually quite good. Uh, I from the other ones, uh, Super Hot, Mind Control, that's a brand new game basically. Uh, and Into the Breach, if you remember back, that used to be an Epic. Uh, that was a free game yeah. on Epic. Yeah. So always claim your Epic games because you don't know if they're going to end up on uh, GeForce now. Because so, yeah. it just keeps building up there. And and this, there seems to be a close relationship now forming between the two. So always claim your free games because looks like they're, they're going to end up on GeForce now. So for me, it's not actually a bad week. I think a lot of people are maybe a bit bummed because there's not a, a big standout game, but a lot of them games aren't are actually not bad. Other sides, yeah. Grave Refuse, uh, Super Hudson New Game, uh, holds us into that Strange Dragon game. And, and, <laughs> 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 and uh, Into the Breach was free. Just Cause 2, uh, as uh, people have said here, it's got uh, a lot of people are excited. See, pretty good game. Trackmania, people want to play that. So I think it's not a bad game. And I know absolutely nothing about Russian Fishing 4, so someone can enlighten <laughs> me in that. Right, right. That's that's true. Mark, you, what's your take on this? 
Yeah, I think the the ones I called out, other side and super hot, just because they are new to the uh, yeah. Steam and Epic Games platform. So it's just another good example that um, I think other side is, was about a week ago, super hot two weeks ago it came out. So we're still seeing this this quick turnaround time, which yeah. even if the games aren't fantastically amazing, it's a good example to show that they are, you know, doing a lot better in this back end in these agreements yeah that they've they've worked out this whole issue of or oh, do we do does this publisher allow it to go on or not they're getting ahead they're getting things going much quicker so it's good it's good to see that i think things like just cause 2 like uh, i think jerry said it's like 10 years old now somebody may have that in their library they're like haven't touched that in yeah. 10 years but now it's there this is you know this is my incentive to jump back in and give it a try because i can you know play it on more platforms than i could before um, and I just, <laughs> I love that usually a returning game is something to shout about, but the returning game was Russian Fishing 4, because the main thing that makes me laugh about that is that during this initial thing where publishers were leaving, that, and I checked, the developers this for this game are literally called Russian Fishing. They're the developers, and they went... <laughs> We will not stand for this. We're taking Russian fishing for. We have two higher standards for this, and they're, and they've come back and gone. You know what? Nobody knows who we are. We need to be on G Force now. Uh, now, good. is it is it just me or here, let me double check real quick before I open my mouth? Okay. All right. So I I was able to play the Witcher games on my shield, and I wasn't sure if it was just because it's G Force now on a shield or if it was. Or if they actually brought mm -hmm. it back secretly and didn't tell anybody, but apparently it's just a shield thing because it's not showing up in my library. No, I I do think uh, The Witcher Three is you can play it on GeForce now. I yeah, think. I've played it. On I my think Mac. it's just on the shield. Yeah, you sure? Pretty sure yeah, I played it on my Mac. It's not, on my, yeah. not on my phone. Huh? I I think it is available for more than just the shield because I did play the it. The Witcher L3 Three shows well. up on my PC on GeForce now yeah. right now. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah so that's do... one they brought back and didn't tell anybody. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, I do have to say though, Ben, um, if you guys didn't know again, before GeForce Now is what it is now, they actually had a Google Stadia type of approach. They actually had their own individual store to where you can actually buy games and then you paid $6.99 a month, just like what Google Stadia is doing right now, right? And they actually the Witcher was one of the showcase games for that when they were pushing it. And they actually offered that game at 4K, you know? And so you could actually, back then, play The Witcher 3 on the video shield using GeForce Now at 4K. And so they stripped all of that away. So now it's just 1080p, which sucks, because people actually got to experience that game at 4K. So I mean, you still have the AI, AI upscaling on the on the shield, true, which is nice, true. but it's yeah. not the same. It's not 4K, but yeah, true. All right. So, anyone else want to add to this GeForce Now news? Again, I probably will not be touching any of the games here. I'll wait for next week to see what they come up with. But sounds like you know some of these games stand out to some people in the panel. So it's it's pretty cool again that they are reaching other people who are not like as passionate as we are with cloud gaming so it's cool so we're gonna hop right into the x cloud news right so this is big this week um x cloud i feel like this week killed it 
And you guys might ask why. Well, we finally have an, a release date for this service. We know it's not going to be called xCloud. We know it's going to be called Game Pass, Game Streaming, something along those lines, right? So we know the price. We know what's going to be called. We know it's going to come with 100 games, and we know the release date. So a lot to unpack with all of this X, X Cloud news and these other things, right, with Samsung got, uh, Note 20 Ultra that we're going to get into as well. But I just want to hear, let's talk about the official news of the release date, the pricing, and the games that are coming. Members of the panel, what's your take on the release date, the pricing? Let's start with Mark. What's your take on this? Yeah, I think we talked about this before. I think we're all in favor for what Microsoft is going for in general, which is they're not trying to sell devices anymore. They're trying to sell their entire ecosystem, and this is the best way to do it. Um, I think uh, Phil, when he gave his um, sort of initial announcement of this, said it's starting off in Ultimate because these are the people who play games. So these are the people we want Mm -hmm. at the forefront to give it a try, to give us that initial feedback because it is, you know, it's going from a beta to an official launch. That means there is potentially still going to be issues. So those are the people they want trying it first, you more dedicated people. And then eventually, you know, they, they may work on the, the pricing model. Is it still part of this overall ultimate package? Is there a, a lower price that they can go for? Maybe $5 a month. Put it in nice competition with GeForce now if you just wanted the streaming side of it. So definitely interested to see where it will go. Um, I kind of want to see what these 100 games are because right. that's what we had 100 games in the preview. So yeah. if they're the same games, I feel like there won't be a, much of an incentive to go back for everyone who was already part of that preview, especially if you now need to pay to get back into it. He's like, well, I had that for free before. So interested to see the swap around of games. If they throw in some, some even bigger stuff in there, just to, you know, the incentive to, to jumping to the ultimate package, I think it'll be really interesting. Yeah, true. Good point. They do have to offer incentive. Again, they give this, for people to try for a long time for free, and all of a sudden they're like, all right, now you have to pay $15. So good point with that. How about you, Duncan? What's your take on this news? Yep, it was as expected. And uh, being time the ultimate, sort of had to come out from the bag last year at uh, XO. Uh, I don't think they were actually meant to say it uh, then. Uh, I'm happy enough with that. And they have confirmed that uh, every game from Microsoft Studios is going straight into that. So you know coming this year you're going to have halo in it so there is a selling point if you're not in the xbox ecosystem and the the comments that phil spencer has said already that they're looking at bringing in peg games into it as well which is just going to make it even more appealing and we already know that it's getting upgraded to series x hardware next year so x cloud is looking the one to beat at this moment in time so i'm actually excited to see where all this all this pans out from september because i think it's really going to start kicking off and we're going to see everything going and we still haven't heard about uh, what uh, PlayStation is going to be doing, and I'm expecting that we're going to hear something about that in the next month or two and how that's going right. to tie into PlayStation 5. It is all going to go nuts, and it's going to be loads of fun for everybody. Yeah, good good point. Good point. How about you, Holt? What's your take on this? When I watched the advert, advert I thought to myself, I gave them a round of applause and went, now that's how you do a cloud game advert, Stadia. It's pretty so good. I, 
I, I was really impressed. I was like, I'm really happy that whoever saw that is actually thinking to themselves, wait there, I have Game Pass Ultimate. That is something that I really want to try mm. for the majority because it's coming in free for the. But for me, I am not interested because I think it's too much of a high price. I have then the major like 15 titles in that package I already own. And all I want is a lower tier to play them games yeah. and have access to my day one purchases from the Microsoft store. That's right. all I care. And at the moment, because it's tied to Game Pass, it's nothing that I would sort of run out and pay £15 for. And with the, with the lack of iOS support, it makes me go... Because okay. um, that's the platform that I play on. Yeah. True. Good point. Good point. How about you, Jared? What's your take on this? And cloud gaming itself is a really interesting beast to begin with. And I think it was Holtz who was talking about in one of our other podcasts that it was something like 2010 or 2011. He was approached about a bunch yeah. of cloud gaming and this is yeah. the future. Well, we're nine years later and it's still the future because it's not now. Cloud <laughs> gaming is getting there, but all of these services are just happening this year. Sure, yeah. Stadia was late last year, but I called it beta at the time because that's what it what it felt like. Um so cloud gaming is just getting there. I've watched a lot of interviews with Phil Spencer, and I am on the same page with him. Right now, until we get the infrastructure in place and until it becomes mainstreaming, cloud gaming for most people, not all, because Holtz is mostly cloud gaming. I know some others are too. But for most people, it's a lean-on service. It's something that when you're not at your gaming rig or you're on vacation or whatever, you can stream your game or your exclusive play it, and when you get home, your save is there, and you can pick mm -hmm. up where you left off. Even if your stream wasn't that great or even if it was 720p, you you still got to play Gears 5 on the beach on your vacation and then you know you got home and your save was there so um, I know that's how Phil Spencer sees it and Microsoft sees it it's more of a lean on service until we get to that point where cloud gaming is more mainstream and then I think probably in a year or two you might see that lower price tier where you could just get uh, xCloud or whatever they want to call it game streaming whatever um, when it's not part of Game Pass anymore but I think it's just they're they're not coming out trying to compete with Stadia or anybody like that to be just a cloud gaming service from Microsoft. It's a lean on cloud service to your right. already existing library and your already existing consoles and rigs and everything that you're going to game on. And, th and that's how I'll use it. It'll, I'll lean on it to to play when I'm at a state or, or whatever here and there. And that's about it. Right. But I want to pay more for it. I'm already paying 15 a month for one of the greatest gaming deals you can get with Game Pass Ultimate anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just an extra bonus for me that I can access all those games, including Halo later this year when I'm not at home. So I think that's what's up with that. True. True. I think the price is fair for what you get for this. You know, a lot of people complain that the price might be a little too high at $15. But again, we've stated this on here Game Pass, I feel like, is one of the best gaming deals in video game history, honestly speaking. And so, I mean, you're. Like you were saying, it's it's in addition. They're not trying to make their own cloud gaming platform in the cloud like Stadia is doing. You know, this is okay if you are investing in the Xbox ecosystem. Here's another way for you to play those games. And so, yeah, this is this is good news. I'm gonna get more into it, but I do want to hear from Ben. What's your take on this news? I mean, I'm excited for it. Ha them having a champion in the Note 20 and to try and like push it out more and get get more people interested in xCloud or in the cloud gaming ability I think you know I agree with Holtz that commercial was brilliant they did a great job at showing yeah. off how cloud gaming works uh, I mean 
really, I'll probably sign up for it because I really want to play the the Psychonauts game with Jack Black singing <laughs> in the background. I mean, that, that, that game just looks like a lot of fun. Right. Uh, but then you also have, if they have it, just like they did in the xCloud trial, you have uh, PES and uh, FIFA, from what I hear, is coming soon to uh, Game Pass Ultimate, which would be amazing. Oh. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to... I have someone on the inside that said that it should be coming to it. So, um, yeah. Is it going to be the newest one? Is it going to be like yeah. last year? That is, wow, that's a big deal. That's kind of like same day release almost. Well, they're going to have at least FIFA 20 on there, supposedly. Okay. Don't, don't quote me because okay. I can't say who <laughs> Yeah, I know. That, I know. But... Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So over overall, um, I'm going to tell you why I'm probably not going to be using Game Pass or, you know, xCloud, whatever you want to call it, is because of the performance. And I've stated this before. It sounds like nothing is going to change when it comes to the performance. I'm already an Ultimate user, so I'm going to have access to this. But honestly speaking, what I'm going to end up doing is I made a video about this, right? I'm going to use Shadow to play my xCloud games because overall it's a better experience. I can't stress that enough. You get in higher FPS, you get in, you get the PC port of the Xbox game. All right. So for, for xCloud, again, it's, it's, I, I think they're still saying 720p for it. So it's not even 1080p. So if you have a Note 20, this, I don't understand the, the marketing scheme of this because they claim it. The Samsung Note 20 is the ultimate Xbox, you know, gaming phone. That screen is beautiful. But yeah, they're offering Game Pass at 720p for Android devices. Like, why would I want to play an Xbox like Halo Infinite that's 60 FPS and, you know, supposed to be 1080p and, and, and stuff? like? Why would I want to downgrade to 720 and, like, lose the quality of that game? So... Well. Go ahead. One thing we haven't considered, because Xbox hasn't mentioned it, because I don't think they like to mention the fact that they stream in 720 for for xCloud, is yeah. they have an independent app through the Galaxy Store on the Note mm-hmm. 20. Like That's how they're going to be getting to it. So they right. could potentially do a separate app that has 1080. When I saw the that commercial, it was actually filling up the whole screen, which on my S10, that does not happen. Mm. It gets framed. I have letterbox all around it. It's just, hmm. it looks terrible. And it looks yeah. really nice on the Note 20 in the commercial. So that leads me to believe that maybe they're loading a different version of it. Oh, specifically that's... for the Galaxy Store. Right. That's but a good point. That's I, a good just, point. Just I hope. Thought. I hope. Right. If And that would be a bummer if that's just limited to the Samsung Galaxy Note devices, right? Because, again, this is going to be available for Android devices as a whole. So, again, that's just my biggest thing with xCloud right now. The performance is not the greatest, and they need to do something about the resolution. And like I stated, moving forward, I'm going to be playing my X. Box games through Shadow because it's just a better alternative than playing on xCloud. But yeah, I if I think this is a good deal. Um, again, we the kicker, the kicker. This goes back to what we were just talking about with Google, right? Why isn't Google Stadia on Android TV devices? I'm still like, 
baffled as to why xCloud is not available on Windows devices, knowing that Microsoft owns Windows as well. This should be a no-brainer. So we're making fun of Google. I think this is clear to point out. Well, I was going to say, I wonder if Microsoft, with their messaging, they want a consumer-friendly message, is going to say, hey, Google, know our Game Pass game service? Can we have it on your new Sabrina Chromecast on day one? And everyone's going to go, ooh, yeah, Google, can you put it on? And Google's going to go, uh, maybe. So I wonder if all the cloud servers are going to attack each other because they want their app everywhere. The cloud gaming wars of 2021. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't think they will, and I think that's because Google is still in the hardware business too. And if they have additional hard, additional reasons to sell hardware, even if it takes away from Stadia a little bit, which honestly, let's let's just be honest, you have the Microsoft people; they're going to be on it. They're not going to jump to Stadia, but they might buy the new Chromecast if they can play it on it. Hmm. See, I love hmm. I love a small form factor. So if I can get a dongle like the new Sabrina Chromecast and it offers me all cloud services, it's a must purchase for me. Hmm. That'll be good. That'll be good. But yeah, this again, the the whole not being able uh, available for PC just blows my mind. I still can't figure that one out. But Duncan, did we did you touch up on uh, the X Cloud news? I don't know if I called on you yet, but just what's your take on? On all of this, yeah, uh, you, you did call me <laughs> earlier, but oh, the, did the, I? Uh, my, yeah. my mind is all over uh, don't, the place. Don't then. be worried. I can, I can add some bits and bobs in here. What was getting dis- discussed? Uh, the PC apps coming as well. It's already in testing, so we know that's. Oh, is on, it? Uh, yeah, and the PC apps on its way, and I wouldn't be expecting it to be on TVs until we get the 1080, because it's going to look horrible. Well, not horrible, mm. maybe too strong of a word. It's not going to look pretty. Right. Uh, 720p. So I, I think the 1080 stream is eminent. I think it's going to be coming by the end of the year, and we're going okay. to see it. I think we're going to see it probably on Android TV, and I think it's a it's a given we're going to see it in Samsung TV built in as a built in app, and you can just hook up your controller to it. So this X Cloud news is actually really big and significant. And it, what's getting me is this uh, partnership with Samsung because they're getting a cut, obviously, with the, the store. So right. they're going to be really, really pushing that to try and get people to do that because that's going to yeah. be easy money for them going forward and the yep. amount of money they can make. The question is, we're talking about the games. We know uh, it's around 30 games, which are coming mostly Microsoft titles. Will Fortnite, will uh, Call of Duty go on to that? There is the question. And if they do, that could be really significant going forward. Uh, Playing that, the full version of it on your phone, it could be tempting. That's a great idea. I mean, we can have another like cloud gaming wars like the consoles are having right now with exclusive games coming to each platform. And the other thing uh, to mention, I don't know if you guys watched the conference, but they state that they are going to have an exclusive deal with Destiny too, right? Something about like you should be getting the newest expansion and other things. I mean, that's kind of what Google did with Stadia. So I wonder, you know, if that was like a one-up kind of deal. But yeah, this is going to be interesting to see going forward how these you know, cloud gaming services are going to compete with each other when it comes to like exclusive rights. I think the um, 
the the smart thing we're seeing with what Microsoft is doing is they're aware of the barrier into cloud gaming at the moment, and it's the thing stopping this thing stopping, as Jerry said, uh, why it's still the future and not now is for some people, you know, the people who aren't into this stuff, it is just that entry barrier. So one thing I think they're doing is trying to make it as accessible to the mass audience as possible. So firstly, we've already talked about coming on the Note 20, arguably one of the biggest phones this year. The amount right. of hands that's going to put into is, you know, a win straight away. But also, um, the controllers that they're they're doing as well so people you know once they've got it on their phone the next step is okay but how do i play it is it touch controllers on the screen on the screen that seems kind of awkward i need a controller maybe i'm not already in this uh, microsoft ecosystem so i don't have an xbox controller how, how am i going to play on this game right. pass thing you've given me well this is where they're pairing with you know the razer kishi x cloud edition and the moga right. xp5 x cloud edition so they're doing this marketing and pushing them all together so it's like here's here's the you know uh here's the service here's the solution to make it work here's everything you need for this to hit the ground running they're sure. removing those barriers which well, i think I is it. very smart I think if Razer was clever, they would reduce that price like oh, to definitely. about £45. <laughs> start saying to people, here's a mobile controller, because yeah. that's too high at the moment. Not not raise it by $20 because you added yeah. an Xbox button. <laughs> I saw that. That was insane. But speaking of which, let's move to good good way to just move to our next segment. So Samsung Galaxy 20 Note 20 Ultra. Um, it's going to be coming with... Uh, Game Pass bundle. You guys have probably heard that by now, but this should come with three months free Game Pass and then a Molga XP5X gaming controller. What's your take on this news? I, I feel a certain way because we talked about this in the last podcast and I was hoping like a year subscription, I don't know if three months is big enough. Um, and I'll, I guess I'll get to my take in it, but I just want to hear from the panel. Let's start with Jerry. What's your take on this this news? Yeah, we, we yeah we we had been talking about this before, and uh, we would love to see uh, companies like Microsoft or Google or whoever do more like six month or one year subscriptions because people they'll get hooked more if they have that more amount of time. It becomes a service they don't want to let go. I mean, I swear I pay for Netflix and I haven't turned it on in four or five <laughs> months. Literally haven't watched anything, but I will not cancel it. I've had it since like 2008. I'll never, I'll, I'll probably never cancel it, even if I never turn it on again. So if you give them the, the, the service longer, you're, you're more likely to hook them. But with that said, three months is still good. And it is, it's not like it's, it's three months with an Xbox or something where you'd want to, it's, it's a phone that's going to be able to play X cloud. And there are already so many users of Game Pass already. This is just going to add to it. Microsoft knows exactly what they are doing here. They're going to take the millions of Samsung phone users and turn them into temporary Game Pass users. Right. And even if a very small percentage of them stick, it just adds to the already growing player base that they've already got with, right. with Game Pass. I think it's a really genius move for them. I don't think Samsung gets hurt or helped by it in any way at all doesn't matter to them but i think for microsoft it's going to be really good and it's just going to add even more people to game pass and let them check out x cloud and they're going to be showing it to their family and their friends and all kinds of stuff and accessories are going to fly off the shelves as well so they, i think 
Uh, Microsoft's probably going to make more money from cloud gaming than most people think they're going to make from cloud gaming, even if people aren't using their cloud gaming service for cloud gaming. That'll make sense later. But <laughs> it's like it's that. true. They're very smart at how they're going about this to make money and to, to get people in, involved in it and get a little bit of excitement built up for it more than I think Stadia or anybody else has done. And Microsoft's not even trying to become the cloud gaming company. So I think they're doing a really good job. Nice. Wow. Really well said. Well said. Definitely got me thinking about some things I was not thinking about. So it's pretty, pretty cool. What's your take on this, Ben? Um, I mean, I'm a huge fan of them going with, you know, like, like Jerry said, going with Samsung as a way to get people on board, even if it's only like 5% of the people that sign up for it actually stick. That's five. That's 5% more people that we have in the cloud gaming community, testing things out, deciding they like it, deciding they like the convenience, and then they'll try other things like GeForce Now. They'll try Stadia. They'll try, you know, Shadow and see, you know, there's other options and not just Microsoft, but Microsoft is brilliant in how they're doing it. The, the fact that, you know, people like me that buy three or four games a year, you know, usually, I've done a lot more this year, um, they'll they'll make more money off from people like that with the subscription base than they will waiting for them to buy a console and a game if they're charging 15 bucks every single month. Hmm. True. Good point. Good point. Mark, what's your take on this? Uh, I wasn't, honestly, wasn't surprised by the, the free month um, offering that they're doing because I think it was a couple of weeks that we got within the same week, we got the right. announcements that, uh, xCloud was going to be going with the Note 20. Stadia was going to be going with the Asus phone free. But they showed their cards immediately. So it was just, this is a pairing. And Asus was, this is a pairing with three months. Yeah. So they, they laid their cards out straight away. So I think we were just expecting you know xCloud or Game Pass, whatever we're going to call it now, to just match it. Maybe there was a chance they would one-up it by a, a couple of months. But I don't think when the, the only competition of a similar bundle like this was doing three months that we were going to see a year, honestly. True, true. A good point. I guess my my expectations was up here for that, but yeah, good point. Duncan, what's your take on this? I'm just going to go to something that Mark said there. Uh, compare the two conferences, the, the ROG one, I'm not going to try and promote whatever it's called, and the Republic of Gamers one, and the Samsung one. Uh, who did Samsung get in? He, they got in the big wig, and start yapping away high-brand xCloud's going to be on Samsung and Stadia just tweeted out oh we've got a guy here and he didn't actually make an appearance so I think that's a I think that's a, a summary of where the different sort of strategies are and the marketing and the PR yeah right. it's it's just mind-boggling some of the the th mistakes Stadia are making in regard to this uh so yeah it's <laughs> Again, with the three months, uh, it's not actually a big shock with that. It's going to get people on board. They get 5%. 5% more is better than nothing. But, yeah, and I'm, uh, Amazon. Where am I going with Amazon here? Uh, Samsung are like the biggest uh, manufacturer of phones, and Microsoft went straight for them, and not Google, who should actually know they make the most phones for Android. We should be going with them. I've said this before. Uh, 
Microsoft and Sony are playing at chess and uh, Stadia are playing at checkers at this moment in time. Um, and it's really unfortunate. And this is how it's coming along or coming across is that they're not actually thinking big picture stuff, even though Stadia itself has got the best cloud uh, infrastructure, there, in my opinion. I, I, I agree. I, again, do think Stadia does have the the better infrastructure but i do like what microsoft is doing with game pass right just again offering the first party exclusives and i they are just positioned right 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 now to offer something like this it's going to be interesting to see what sony comes up with for sure so my thing with this whole situation is the way that they're going about it right so if you guys didn't know there's two or maybe three tiers to the pre-order, right? So if you pre-order the note, which I did, you can have access to $150 Samsung credit, which you then can use at the Samsung store to buy the new earbud or watch that they have. Or you can choose to get the Game Pass bundle, right? So I wish they offered this as something that everyone got, right? I wish that this was not an option because people like are going to probably, if you're not a gamer, you're probably going to choose the 150 uh, credit to get the earbuds because that's how much it costs, right? So that's what I, I plan on doing. <laughs> yeah, I actually that's that is what I'm going to be. If this was a year subscription, I probably would have got. Ultimate, but again, I have Shadow, I have um, the PC beta, which I'm only paying, and then I have Ultimate as well. So I really don't need this three months. So I feel like they lost an opportunity here because, again, if you're not a gamer, you're going to get the earbuds. And so this, I wish they offered for everyone so everyone can then experience Xbox. But the cool thing we all know is going to, when it releases, is going to be available for you to use on pretty much any Android devices, including the Note 20. But then you don't get the Game Pass deal for three months. But that's my hope and hope. That's my take on the whole situation. I just wish that it was bundled for everyone to experience. But nonetheless, uh, good try, <laughs> I guess. Good try. Well, I'm glad they offered the game in here. Uh, but part of me is worried that. That Mulga controller is it yeah. durable enough to start taking it outdoors? And because I would like to, see, I would have rather seen an official Microsoft controller myself mm. with the partnership than actually working yeah. with a deal with a deal and a deal. Yeah. But it's still a great option for people to dive in. And if I was Apple, I'll be going, wait there, we're missing a trick here. Asus and Stadia, Samsung, right. um, you know, Game Pass game streaming. Right. Yeah. Hey, PlayStation now, iPhone 12, three months. Oh, that's not a bad take, right? Like, partner out with Sony. We've stated here in the last one, right? Whoever who partners with Apple pretty much is going to make bank through this or grow way faster than anyone else. Because we that's know why all. Microsoft is pushing so hard or so angry right now. They yeah. went on iPhone this, this right. fall. Yeah. Right. Who knows if Apple already has like a someone they're looking at or has like an exclusive deal that you know they're not willing to share yet maybe that's why they're you know just restricting other plot who knows i don't know but it's, it's just good to speculate like that so anyone else sorry anyone else want to add to this 
See, I was going to say, and with Apple's increasing their numbers in the Asian markets, like Korea and Japan, right. I think a lot of people will feel more happy having the Sony cloud ability, cloud streaming ability, because it's a well-known brand over in the Asian markets. Right. So it could help, maybe. True. True. Cool. So that's all I have for xCloud News. Again, I think this week was really good for the X. Uh, it's crazy. I don't know what to call it now. Do we call it X X Cloud or Game Pass Games or what, what do we call it? Pass Ultimate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anywho, anywho, it's just it's it was a good week. I feel like um, if you are interested in playing your Xbox games in the cloud, some good news came out for you this week. So that's all I have for X Cloud. Though again, anyone can hop in from the panel for missing anything. Um, but if not, we're going to move right into Shadow. And again, not a lot of news from Shadow. All to say, though, Horizon Zero Dawn was released for PC. And again, if you guys didn't know, Shadow is a virtual PC. So pretty much you can play any PC game you want. As to where GeForce Now, you can't play Horizon Zero Dawn. But if you have Shadow, you can. So we're going to talk about that, see if anyone on this panel has played uh, Horizon Zero Dawn for Shadow, and if so, how was that experience for you? So, to start, I know Jerry, you've been playing it for a little bit, right? How how has it been yeah, for you? I, I've been playing Horizon on quite a few systems, but I do have about two hours in Shadow. Um, I did a video on that today before the podcast, just to to put up it playing it um, playing on Shadow, and then I've got probably an hour in it last night. Uh, on there as well and it, it it does great now i do all my gaming at 1440p it would definitely run better on the boost package at 1080 but that's just mm. does not look good for me on all my 1440p monitors so i even on boost i run everything at 1440p and you're still getting like anywhere from 45 to 60 fps even at 40p on there for the boost here which i've seen some people complain about online but they really got to chill when it comes to campaign single player experiences that look as gorgeous as that game does um running it at 100 144 165 fps number one it would look great but it's not really needed and also even a 2080 ti is not going to get you 1440p 144 hertz in horizon zero dawn so <laughs> I was, I was, uh, yeah, I was really happy with it. And what I'm looking for more in that game, especially when I play on Shadow, because Shadow Boost has some issues when it comes to the CPU power side of things. Even though it does get the job done, it's it's lacking a bit, and that's usually where the bottleneck is. And if you're getting micro stutters in your games or things like that, it's the CPU, not the GPU. So mm-hmm. in Horizon Zero Dawn on Shadow and on all my other builds, zero micro stutters zero issues with with loading and and you getting stuck and stuff like that none of that happening so even the shadow boost package was playing that game great at 1440p pretty smooth no issues at all no crashes yet nothing like that Hmm. awesome awesome good to hear that you're having a decent experience with horizon how about you duncan have you played horizon and shadow what's what's your take on that I haven't played Horizon on Shadow as yet because I haven't bought it. <laughs> I'm not forking out the money. There's too many games in my library at the moment and need to right. sort of catch up. I'll, I'll get it when it's uh, on offer. But I think there's a lot of uh, throwing out from what I have seen anyway. There's a big overreaction uh, about uh, how bad this runs in PC. I think from what I've been seeing, a lot of people are saying it's not, it's not as bad as uh, everybody's making out. It's over exaggerated but um 
I am going to pick it up at some stage uh, for Shadow, but not uh, not as yet. Okay. Yeah. I will get to my experience with it. Yeah, but I want to hear from you, Holtz, because this was a game that you were looking forward to, but you had a change of mind. Tell me yeah. about what happens was is I got that message from Shadow the other day on my birthday saying, do you know what? We can't upgrade you. And I was like, oh. So when Horizon Zero Dawn came out, I was like, if I can't play it at the, the highest graphic fatality, I might as well just stick with the PlayStation Pro 4K checkerboard version because I don't want to play this epic game in 1080. So it made me just forget about it and move on until there's packages available. And by that time, it'll be cheaper than price. That's a good point. Good point. Kind of like Google Stadia situation, right? Just wait for it to go in pro. Just won't wait for it to go in sale. Anyway, Mark, Shadow Guy, what's your take on this? Have you, experience, have you experienced this at all? What's, what's your take? Uh, I haven't yet, and not for lack of wanting to, just a, a lack of time. I think I've done four videos in the last three days, yeah, so I haven't done anything yeah. else. So maybe tomorrow, because um, I'm fortunate enough to share a, a Steam library with a ger- very generous friend who works in the uh, games media industry, so he buys everything. No so it's it's awesome to just always have the option there. I do need to make sure he's not playing at the time to be able yeah. to get in. Um, but yeah, it is definitely open to me. And then I am on the uh, infinite tier as well. Oof. So it's the Titan RTX. It's the six core, four gigahertz CPU. So hopefully right. that is less of a bottleneck. Um, so probably when I do check it out, I will probably stream it as well. Uh, and when it comes to stuff like this, I usually like to have the FPS counter up in the corner as well. So um, so people can see how that runs. Yeah. Still waiting for Infinite, and you guys, if you guys didn't hear, it got delayed to 2021. So if you weren't lucky enough to get into it, you are pretty much screwed for this year. But yeah, Mark, when you do stream that, man, let us know. I would like yeah. to see that in all his <laughs> glory sure, and shadow. Seems I will drop a message in our Discord. Yeah, seems incredible. Hopefully you don't get eyebrows and beard bridge in uh, <laughs> Zero Dawn. That was uh, what? What game was it? Death Stranding. Death Stranding. I could not uh, leave your stream. Yeah. I had to watch every minute of that hilarious. <laughs> so, so we. I think we did figure that out in the end. And even though I had uh, all of the drivers up to date, it seems to be a driver issue. But for oh. anyone who did miss it, it was just Norman Reedus in every single cutscene. And that game is eighty percent cutscene. Yeah. His beard and eyebrows were anchored to a point in the room, so they just stuck I... out and went through anyone he was directly talking to. So. When he's talking to his dying mother on, on a deathbed, it was kind of awkward because we were just laughing our ass off. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's hilarious. It was a different Death Stranding experience for sure. Uh, it actually it worked was, out. I mean, it was a fun stream. He was definitely building right. bridges, but it was with his chin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Ben, what's your take on this? Have you tried uh, Horizon and Shadow? I have not. Pretty much the only thing I've been playing a shadow lately is okay. Jedi Fallen Order, okay. and that's about it. Yeah, the the good thing if you are a cloud gamer is there's just so many games to play, so many games to play. So it makes sense why you know a lot of uh, the people in this panel just haven't had the time to check out other games. I mean, like I was saying earlier, the only game from the Stadia Pro we got four game three games and four come in on the 14th with Rocks of Ages or whatever it's called. 
but yeah, just a lot of games. And I guess like I'm saying this to say, do not be restricted to just one platform. The beauty with cloud gaming is that you have options to play many games. And that's why we're on here like, oh my goodness, we don't have time because we just have so many other platforms to play games on, which is really cool. All right, fellas, I think we've covered the majority of the topics that we want to talk about today with a whopping 15 minutes left. We want to take some questions, but we're not seeing any. So um, I'm going to end this podcast now. But again, I'm going to leave it open for 15 minutes to just talk to you guys if you guys want to talk we can just shit chat amongst the panel. So I actually want to ask Mark because he might have better insight than me. And I am getting questions that I want to answer a little bit if I can, even though it's hard about chat over uh, that people are sending me. So with the official announcement of the delays, which we we knew were going on and they're saying, you're not going to get those higher tiers like the 2080 or the Titan until next spring, which could technically be all the way to June 21st when summer starts. I mean, technically for next spring, so they have to get caught up, and they said it's going to be the same hardware offering after that. When you go to sign up, yes, it will still be the Titan. Yes, it will still be the 2080. Those are still going to run fine, and they're going to game fine. But with Ampere coming to GeForce now, Stadia is going to be working on Gen 2. Ray tracing is going to be in every home console with Xbox and PS5. We're going to be seeing this whole new generation of graphics. Shadow, to me, would be like 2022 before they had the power to upgrade tiers and people are they really do you are they really going to be that far out before they can offer like the 30 series tier and keep up i mean that's i'm getting a lot of questions about wait a minute even if i get in on shadow am i using a 2080 till 2022 2023 before we get upgrades you have any any ideas on that any feeling on it uh definitely a good question because it's something i ask myself every day uh but but not something i have an insight to unfortunately but um yeah 100 agree by the time they do get caught up we've already spoke about um the the potential was it the 3080 possibly coming to to geforce now yeah or, or something something yeah, yeah something of an equi- of an equivalent using the ampere technology so yeah and um even not even the the higher tiers um something a lot of people have t- been telling me this week but we didn't get an official announcement was even the the boost tier the 28 uh, the the 1080 sorry the gtx um even the boost tiers, I've seen people say they were due to get it this month and it's now been pushed back to October. So yeah. we've had no official announcement on why that is yet, but I'm really just hoping the silence isn't just them keeping quiet because they've done it to themselves with that Linus video, which I called yeah. out at the yeah. time was a yeah. horrendous idea. Yeah. And it, was, it wasn't a good time. Good timing. For that. Time. I know it ticked yeah. a lot of people off actually. And the people in my community know I, I love shadow and I love making videos on. It's one of my favorite services and I use it on my phone as well. Just like ACE mm-hmm. to play stadia and to play game, you know, game pass games and all kinds of stuff. And, and I, and I love it, but seeing how far behind they've gotten and seeing that they're making it worse on themselves and then seeing consumers already worrying about, those hardware upgrades it just makes me a little bit concerned about where things are headed yeah i I do think they're still they're still in a bit more of a niche in that they're offering access to the entire windows experience but i mean even you guys have have checked out uh similar systems which are up and coming like uh, maximum settings so there are people who are jumping into this industry maybe the hardware they're using isn't so uh, custom built that they can get it quicker and they can ramp up in these quicker volumes that Shadow is struggling with. So 
yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see on this one. I'm wondering if cloud services are going to offer um, Apple Silicon components and then offer like a Mac OS service instead of Windows 10. So just uh, stuff that doesn't focus on gaming, just more about productivity. If you could cloud stream the the Mac Pro oh. instead of uh, $30,000, $50,000 for that one. Yeah, so imagine Shadow said, you know, for £50 or $50, we'll give you a Mac OS with God, how much VR. That would be pretty cool. But we know Apple, right? They're going to settle for that anytime soon. Uh, maybe, that's, the maybe that's why they allow Shadow. Maybe that's why they allow Shadow. They're going to sneak oh. in. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. So I think, sir, is that we have about, again, 12 minutes. I think something good to do is just, you guys have asked this question a lot, and I think having everyone on here will be good to just hear. Like, what's your favorite platform to play games on and why? Um, so we'll just start with you, Jerry. What's your favorite cloud gaming platform and why? Okay, yes, favorite cloud gaming. So I really have two. It is Shadow and GeForce now, and it's it's been that way for a while. Uh, I do love Maximum Settings. I'm doing a lot of videos as well as you guys on that service. It's a, it's a great service. Right. Um, but Shadow still offers a little bit better as far as the desktop experience, your your mouse, your cursor. For people wanting to do video editing and not so much just gaming, that's still the place uh, to go for, for a lot of that. Um, but playing games, I would say for me, um, GeForce Now is where I go a lot of the times because mm. a lot of the games that I play currently are are on there. Um, so and even Hyperscape, I played it on my PC, which was amazing. But I found myself jumping over on my TV on my Nvidia Shield Two mm. and playing a lot of the GeForce Now games there. So when I go to play on my TV, I my go to is usually GeForce Now uh, on there. So that's if I'm not playing my PC or console, it's it's usually GeForce Now, if not Shadow. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. How about you, Holtz? What What's your platform choice? My favorite platform is Stadia because for the free subscription, it offers you 1080. I wish it offers it to 1440p in the future, but I like the idea where you can just go on your phone, buy a game, and then it's on the service. You just play anywhere. That's what I like about it without actually. And then if I want to upgrade the package, I get 4K up to 4K 60 FPS. Sure. At a reasonable price. It's not too expensive. So you're using the free tier, right? Or are you using Pro? No, what I jump between Pro and Stadia depending on the months. Okay, okay. So I'm pro, I'm pro now, but two months ago I sort of cancelled it and I, I still claimed all the games, but I already had another family account that had Pro. So okay. sometimes okay. their Pro games don't interest me, so I'll drop down. Yeah. But with the fall games coming out, Avengers and Watch Dogs and right. you know, Assassin's Creed, I have to be tied into Pro to have that high fidelity of graphics. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. How about you, Duncan? What's your favorite console of choice or console cloud gaming platform of choice? It's it is uh, Stadia, but because it's cloud gaming, you don't you're not tied. So that's why I like cloud gaming because you can just go on everything as you you feel like but yeah for me it is stadia uh followed by shadow followed by geforce now so that's that would be my choices my only problem with stadia as one of the games that holds is just said there the avengers coming up on it 
I don't think you can justify getting it on Stadia because there's not going to be any cross-platform play. So I'm going to have to yeah. get it on something else. And I don't know what I'm going to get it on. And I think because of the exclusivity, I might have to get it on PlayStation, but we don't mention so, that. So if, yeah, if you see him playing the Spider-Man, you know it's on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, with all this PlayStation, what's what 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 are they calling it? PlayStation Experience or whatever they're they're calling it, where they're doing all the exclusivity deals, they are making it. They sort of need to get it on PlayStation. So yeah, my favorite platform is Stadia, but Cloud Gaming gives you the opportunity to, to get it where you want. Right. True. True. How about you, Ben? What's your favorite cloud gaming platform of choice? It's got to be Stadia. I mean, I just think as far as tech, it's what runs the smoothest. Um, unless I'm playing on my GeForce, I, I'm playing GeForce okay. now on my Shield. In which case, I think it yeah. keeps up just as well as Stadia. But that's really yeah. only when I'm playing on my Shield. Okay. Makes sense. I think I know your answer, Mark, but I'm going to ask again. <laughs> What's your favorite plat- platform of choice? The shadow yeah. guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously, number. So, mine's actually similar to Jerry. So, I will name two. So, obviously, number one is going to be shadow. That is literally contrary to a lot of people's beliefs. Um, other than this crappy old uh, MacBook Pro that I'm on now, I don't own a, another PC for gaming. So, um, my entire YouTube channel is 100% powered in the cloud, which is pretty cool. That all of the videos all of the creative side of it is all is all powered by shadow so obviously that has to be my my number one all of the streaming as well there's no separate streaming pc it's handling the the processing of the game and the stream at the same time which is pretty cool um but number two for me is is geforce now um and that is the convenient side of uh when i do play games on my phone which isn't as often because it's just a smaller size for me. It needs to be a certain type of game, something that doesn't require sort of pinpoint accuracy because of the small size. But some of the, the more puzzly games I'll absolutely check out on my phone. I've got a big Epic and, and Steam library that uh, GeForce Now is catching up with now. So it's it's awesome to jump into. Mm. I'll probably jump into it more if they sort out their UI. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. Okay. I would say for me, my personal favorite um, is... Stadia and the reasons because I think other you guys have mentioned it performs the best and hands down I was uh, chief world tested we were I was personally trying to play a game in shadow two days ago and I just for the life of me could not get it to boot up Hopton GeForce Now was playing Rogue Company was having connection performance issue and I hopped in shadow and everything just worked great but I do feel like if Shadow can get the games that, you know, GeForce Now has and, you know, uh, I mean, if Stadia can get the games GeForce Now and Shadow has, I feel like that is going to separate it from the others. I feel like all Stadia is needing to take off right now is just great games. And so it's going to be interesting. But Mark, what you said about Shadow and it being a virtual PC, I feel like no one else does what they do. And so that also meets a different, you know, niche for people. And GeForce Now is its own beast, right? Just being able to play PC games anywhere, anytime, if it's available for it. So Again, they all meet the needs, but performance-wise for me, I have to say, hands down, this is Stadia, sure. So, cool, guys. Just we a... actually have a question. 
Oh, great. Chat. What is the, since Stadia is running Linux on the service, could Stadia easily, easily emulate a shadow or GeForce Now type service uses Linux? As the Jerry's our technical guy. Yeah, Jerry. What, we usually, we usually have Chief to join. Yeah. yeah, Chief is good too with that. I, you say, no, um, I don't, I don't think so because to emulate something like Shadow is doing, you're talking about emulating a virtual PC, which Shadow does better than anybody else on the planet right now. And Stadia's tech is there for streaming you your games. And Stadia would be my favorite cloud platform if they had the games I played, but they don't. But they do have right. the best streaming tech. They're not going to emulate, and, and I'm not sure what they quite mean by emulating GeForce Now type of service. They are a cloud gaming service, but they're all different. GeForce Now is using your existing games and all that kind of stuff. And you're not going to emulate an Ampere 30 series. So, no, using the Linux uh, kernel is not going to help them to emulate a virtual Windows 10 PC or a GeForce Now experience with a 3080 uh, when it comes out or, or anything like that. They're all such completely different services. You're not going to see one mimic the other, just like Shadow couldn't mimic Stadia either. They're, they're, they're all very, very different. Oh, that well, just reminds I was just yeah. going to that reminds me. You can I play GeForce Now on Linux. That's been sort of worked out this week. So there you mm. go for that. And if you check out the GeForce Now Reddit, they've got all the big explanation how you can do that now. Cool. Yeah, Linux is coming really far with running a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, but using a Linux kernel to start emulating things these other services are doing is a completely different thing than getting those services to run on Linux properly. So. Well, Victor, I hope that answers your question. And again, the cool thing about this panel is we have people who are good at multiple things. And so someone here will be able to answer any answer that you question, I mean, that you throw at us. So it's pretty cool to see. All right, fellas, we're wrapping it up. I just want to plug some of these awesome people in this panel. So let's start with you, Jerry. What, what do you do and where can people find you? Yeah, if you've been watching the podcast here, it's Jerry for uh, Game Tech Planet. Game testing, hardware testing, the occasional product review when I get something uh, new for the channel. And I pretty much buy every single new game that comes out, unfortunately, to test on as many devices as I can. So cloud gaming and local hardware. Cool. Thank you, Holt. Where can they find you? What you, do can you, do? Say, you can say hi on Discord on Holt or say drop me a line on Twitter at Holt86. And I'll, I'll talk about anything if you say hi. Cool, cool. Ben, where can they find you? What do you do? Oh, I just, you know, a little bit of this, you know, I don't know, I'm doing any streaming right now, but you know, just find me in the discords, uh, either Ben or Poseipides, either one. Cool. Cool. Duncan, where, where can they find you and what do you do? Uh, you can find me at cloudyforchanceofgames.com. Uh, it's a website doing all cloud gaming sort of stuff now. And uh, you can find me at Wonderscape on Twitter where I'm causing trouble most of the time. <laughs> and Mark, where can they find you? What do you do? Yep. Uh, if you head over to Twitter, it's at MarkWoodsVLGS. And uh, YouTube is MarkWoodsVLG, which is uh, cloud gaming news. I can say tech stuff now because I actually managed to post a, a speaker review this week. That was nice. Uh, and then during the week, I'll, I'll be doing some, I usually try and jump on for a few uh, live streams as well. And that is, uh, if you've ever been interested in it, that is, as we mentioned, all running on Shadow Infinite if you want to see how it runs certain tiles. 
Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Again, appreciate you guys uh, just being here watching. I know we took a break last week, but we should be back to our normal Saturdays at 2 p.m. And so, again, appreciate you guys joining. And this was a lot of fun. Don't forget, this is going to be on Spotify. It's going to be on uh, Anchor. So you guys can catch the audio podcast after it's done. Um, sorry. So you got <laughs> disconnected. Welcome back. Um, just kind of wrapping it up. Anyone want to say anything else to the viewers watching? Go ahead. Apologies if I upset any fans of Russian fishing for that was it. Don't upset the Russian fishing. <laughs> All four fans of you. Uh, All yeah. four of you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, there you have it. Appreciate you guys watching. We'll catch you guys next week, same time. And hopefully Sonny should be back. He is the seventh member of this panel. All right, fellas, we'll catch you guys later. Peace out.